All right, oh, we're off bit. and running. Um, so tonight, we're going to deal with uh, what is called double standards. Um, so hopefully you can see my screen. I'm going to move you guys around so I can see my screen. Uh, there we go. Okay. So uh, how many are familiar with double standards by a show of hands? that terminology have you heard that terminology before daisy yes yes okay uh three four five yeah okay so everybody's pretty familiar with this terminology this is a a, a simplified version of the definition there's like a more in-depth version of the definition but this is basic a ruler principle which is unfairly applied in different ways to different people or groups it's kind of a basic or generic definition. But our goal tonight is we're going to look at double standards uh, because double standards are, har are harmful to Christians in general. Tonight, we will explore how they affect single Christians and how they view in how they view and how they view themselves as unmarried individuals. As we look at these various double standards, let's compare what we see with what the Bible teaches. And so that's going to be our goal. We're not just going to look at double standards and just say, ah, that's a double standard. We're going to try to process this like we did last week with the different scenarios, if you the guys verses. remember. And we're going to try and, um, yeah, compare. Like this double standard, what does the Bible actually say about this? You know, versus just, oh, that's just awful. It's a double standard. And so I'm going to start with... Um, start with a video if i can get back to it back go back okay so we're going to start with this video it's a kind of fun video i like these little quirky fun videos but they're very informative uh, let me make sure i'm sharing my sound so that you guys can hear um give me a thumbs up uh if you can hear once this video starts all right. We've got a peculiar situation you can relate to, perhaps. Today, John decided to go out for lunch with his friend Steve. John is destitute, he's very, very poor. Therefore, he vociferously asks Steve to pay for the lunch. The next day arrives and our destitute friend John decides to go out for lunch with his female friend Kate. Surprisingly, John insists on paying the bill, despite his lack of money, because he wants to impress Kate. This is what is called double standard. A double standard is a rule or principle which is applied differently and unfairly to different groups of people. What double standards have you encountered in your life? Let me know in the comments. Okay, so let's talk about it. Throw out some double standards that you have encountered. I've got a whole bunch of them that we're going to run through. So 
let's get about two or three people to just throw out some double standards that they've encountered. Let's see. I'm watching the chat just in case you want to put it in there. Okay, we got hands going up. I can't see whose hands these are. Okay, so what hands are these? You can look under participant. Uh, ooh, it keeps disappearing. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I can see. Um, where'd they go? <laughs> okay, Epic, I see your hand. Yeah, I would probably say one double standard would be, okay, tell me why a man can, okay, uh, be like kind of out there sexually and no one thinks much about it. But if a woman does the same thing, she got to be a hoe and a thought and a tramp and all that. And it's just, I don't know, seems like a double standard. Okay, good one. Good one, good one. Give me another one. I'll take two more before we get into my vast list of double standards that I have for you guys. Uh, who's this? Tierra? Yep. Um, I was going to say the whole bossy versus quality, like a good leader. Um, men tend to be praised when they uh, can take command over a room. They're like, people will be like, oh, he's just a natural leader, he's an alpha male. But when a woman does it, she's bossy or witchy, and people don't like that. Yeah, that's another good one. Good one, good one. Give me another one. One more. Uno mas, one more. And you can put them in the chat, too. Yes, you can. I'll look so you can tap them in the chat, too. Okay. Nobody has one? I got a bunch of them, so it's okay if you don't. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm gonna move this and I need to get this out of my way. Okay. All right, here we go. I do that, okay. All right, can you guys see my screen? Is that yes. visible to everybody? Okay, yes, yes, yes. All right, so um, can I move this? Yes, you can. Okay. All right. So we see, um, if we, if you would, uh, two single parents here on the left side of my screen, a dad with three kids and a mom with three kids. Okay. Um, is that clear enough for anybody to read that first example there? Um, or is it, if it's too small, I'll do it. I can read it. Okay. Go for it. Um, so at the grocery store, um, to the dad, someone says, oh, look at what a good dad you are to the mom. Well, you've got your hands full. What in the world? <laughs> now, when you hear that, what are your thoughts? What do, you, what, what, what do you see here? Because this is definitely not the way God sees things. But what do you see here um, in, in this, this first situation? Be, be my my cultural commentators here. What is your take on this? I would even say, um, sorry, I didn't raise my hand. It's but, okay. Um, okay, just jump in, please. Because <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us do it. Oh, look at that dad. He's so good. He has his kids. What a great dad. When you see a woman 
oh, if she's by herself, mm, wonder how many babies dad she has, or, you know, look at that single mom with all those kids, you know, we automatically assume it when we see him. Oh, how, how awesome is that when he's just doing what women been doing? You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right. Can, can I go add ahead. something? Go ahead. Yeah, go and ahead. I'm going to jump go in ahead. here because um, we're kind of applying it to the singles, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one of the videos that I had watched, uh, a gentleman stated, don't date women with children. Um, and he actually stated, don't date women with children because they will always make their children their priority. Um, they're taught that he comes at, I mean, that he'll come after the children because the children were there first. Um, so in that double standard, right? Because this is, this is a uh, world view of it. Um, that double standard would be said there, but then um, a man can have four children, right? And not be with any of the mothers. <laughs> and it's still he'd be deemed he, he could be a good dad because he's taking care of them, even though he got four different uh, baby moms. Um, and you don't hear women say, don't be with him because uh, he's going to put them first. And so that's kind of a double standard uh, in regards to that. Okay. Tierra. Um, I do think with the example you were using, mom, the focus would be on the drama with the baby mamas as opposed to with the babies themselves, whereas with the woman, the focus is on with the babies, mm-hmm. um, which I think brings me to the point of this is that like, like you said, it's kind of expected. Society expects women to take care of their children. Um, and so, whereas men are just con- usually just considered like good dads or going above and beyond if they just babysit their kids once in a while. Um, and so I think that to me is what this double standard is like, what these, this comic, because I read ahead at, at the other ones too, what this is like, is like getting at, right, is the idea that because women are expected to take care of the kids, like people are harsher on them of like, oh, even if you just a little bit don't do the perfect mom act, they're like, oh, you're not doing your job. But a dad is praised for just showing up because it's not expected for them to show up according to social norms. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's kind of sad, you know. It's that's that's kind of that's kind of sad because um, both of them are are doing their job. You know, they're both at the grocery store with their kids. You know, and why is one oh you got your hands full? The other one oh you're an amazing dad. You're a good dad. You know. I think it's, it sends the wrong message and it's not the way, you know, um, that God sees things. Um, it is the way that people a lot of times see things, but it's not the way that God sees things. Um, because you, you we're, we're going to skip to this one at the park. Can somebody read that for me? <laughs> this one at the park. Wow, what a good dad taking his kids to the park. Wow, she's not even watching her kids. <laughs> now, neither one of them are watching their kids, right? right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think it's, it's <laughs> and, and, and it is so like 
again, I think when we were going through some videos, we heard, was it Kevin Samuels that was like, you got two kids, you need to, you're average because of the number of kids you got. So you need to find an average guy. Don't expect to find a guy without kids, right? Um, So you have those kind of thoughts or comments coming um, from the world, right? Whereas like you were saying, the Bible states that that they're equal in response to that, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Hopefully everybody has a Bible. Let's go to 1 Peter 1, 17. Um, and then we're going to look at this next uh, meme here, what have you, comic. And then we're going to move on because I got a lot more. So I don't want to hang out too long here. That's why I skipped a little bit. Uh, but 1 Peter 1, 17. Um, and you can actually, whoever's going to read, start at verse 15. And then you're going to read down to 17. Let's go. Who wants to read? And hopefully you guys do have your Bibles because we are going to be looking at these and then comparing them with what the Bible actually says about this kind of stuff. I got it. Uh okay. Well, Marie's got her oh, hand. Yeah, Epic can go. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. Um, which okay, so I'm on. Uh, oh, sorry, that's Second Peter. You said First Peter. First Peter. Uh, Start at first. Yeah, First Peter, fifteen through seventeen. First Peter one, fifteen through seventeen. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, okay, I'm going to be reading out of First Peter, chapter one, uh, verses fifteen through seventeen, right here, and it reads. Sorry, I got to turn the page. Um, but just as he who called you is holy so be holy in all you do for it is written be holy because i am holy since you call on a father who judges each man's work impartially live your lives as strangers here in reverent fear yes so how does god judge people's work impartially impartially so people people are very partial right Mm -hmm. that that's where we get these double standards from is is people but if i'm a single parent right and i'm taking care of my children god's not looking and saying oh because i'm a man you're doing a great job and because i'm a woman oh this is a whole lot on you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that's not that's not how god sees these individuals right um but society culture you know the world's perspective is this so how does this damage uh both the male and uh the female the man and the woman are both being damaged here in what way epic yeah so well for one thing i feel like a lot of times this is demonstrating to our males of how to treat or view a woman yes that's damaging yes very damaging yes anybody else april i think it's damaging in the way of now the mother is looked at as oh well 
you don't get praises for doing your job where for the man it's oh great job great job so now the man is thinking that i've done something even though the mom has done this every day since day one yeah there's a there's a false sense of accomplishment here you know <laughs> in, instead of you know uh, making this more uh balanced nikki um just to piggyback like what they're saying it just it gives men the opportunity to do the bare minimum and get more praise than you know someone that does it day in day out which again like they said is damaging because it's leading him to believe that he doesn't have an equal role in this yeah tiara uh, i think it also gives women a complex i've heard tons of moms no matter how great of a mom they are they still say dang i'm a bad mom for this or, yes and it, this is part of the issue is that because no matter what they do, they're judged for it. Can I, can yeah. I throw one mm -hmm. out there? Mm -hmm. Okay. So a scenario. Okay. Um, a single mom has a boyfriend she brings in the house when the kid goes to sleep, right? Um, the world has certain thoughts about that. A single dad brings a woman in the house when the kid goes to sleep and the world has thoughts about that right um and they say different things right uh for example to a mom they would be like oh you know she she's kind of you're doing that with your kid there with a dad it may not necessarily be said it's just you know he's doing what he has to do his kid is sleep right um but in that situation what does the Bible say with that scenario? That neither of them should be sleeping with anybody. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But the world has kind of put it, one is better than the other or looked less down upon um, because it's acceptable based upon our viewpoint or perspective of how we see uh, men and women in our, our particular culture when biblically speaking they're both wrong right um so this next one we'll just touch on this pretty quick because i think this is a pretty self-explanatory so you got you know the good looking guy here who says to the young lady uh you're looking you look good susan and she says oh you're sweet this guy comes in, he's, he's not as slim and trim and dressed as well. He's got glasses on. He's not, you know, uh, from cultural standards, you know, he doesn't fit the perspective, I guess, is what people would think of. And he says, you're looking good. And she's on the phone with human resources. <laughs> now, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on here. Uh, somebody give me your quick synopsis. How is this a problem uh epic and okay i just have to say even i mean i've seen them do like little blind studies and social experiments and stuff like that but even myself being the same person i've experienced times where you know i'm dressed kind of bummy maybe my hair's not combed, whatever and i go in somewhere and i get treated one type of way and then let's say i go in to the exact same place exact same people and I have my makeup done or whatever, and I'm treated totally different. And so what I feel is that our society places so much emphasis 
um, physical what quote unquote beauty. Right, right. April. It reminds me of what we had talked about in one of our one-on-ones where we talked about our ranking, yes. how we rank people. And if the person who's giving us the compliment or the person that's saying something to us doesn't fit into our ranking the, of the 6'1", 200-pound, uh, bald head, muscles, whatever, then we look at it as, ew, why are you talking to me? Please don't talk to me. But the minute that that person does meet our ranking, um, then we're like, oh, yeah, here's my number. What you doing for lunch? How you doing? Like that. Yeah, uh, Tierra put in the comments, and I did see this research as well. Um, it's about beauty standards. Um, studies, oh, it moved. Studies, uh, studies have shown that uh, beautiful uh, people get treated better. Uh, they get better jobs. They live longer, and they are more likely to be recognized with accolades. Um, Epic says exactly. Yeah, I did. That's why I chose this one because I was doing the research on that particular thing, the beauty standards. Um, and we'll have another one that's kind of similar, but but yeah, yeah. So you guys are on it. You guys are on it. Let's move forward. All right. So it might be a little bit blurry. So I'll read this one, or if you want to read it, can you see it? Women are judged for being emotional, yet it's more acceptable for men to get upset and angry, uh, female executives say. Okay. Let's weigh in on it. Let's weigh in on it. What are your thoughts? April. This can be taken so many different directions um, because we can do a number of things where it's, women are emotional. We're, be, we're called the B word. Um, if we're too emotional or if we're... Um, standing up for ourselves or anything along those lines, we, we automatically get labeled the B word. We can take it the other way where with men, it's because a man is supposed to be uh, upfront and, and aggressive and all of that, that it's okay for him to be that way. And if he gets too emotional, it goes on the other side of him being a simp, what they call a simp. Um, but then we can also take it the and I hate to take it this way, uh, but because of the society, the climate of the society that we're in right now, Black women, it's the angry Black woman syndrome. It's the angry Black woman this, and it's the, and the Black woman is a B word, and this, that, and the third. But when it's a white woman, it's it's okay, boo, and, and white woman tears is totally more acceptable than Black woman tears. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to the, that could be to that double standard in that way. Tia, did you pull your hand down? Did you not want to comment on that? Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to basically say the same thing. Is that okay. like okay. this had a lot. Race plays a big car, uh, card in this. Like black men getting angry is not taken the same way as a white man getting angry. Right. Um, nobody calls the cops when a white guy gets angry at work. But if a black <laughs> guy does it, all of a sudden, police oh, yeah. are involved. So. Uh, uh I've been that guy. But I think when it comes to, because <laughs> um, you do have, you have the race, like you said, the race card, you have the gender card. Um, when it comes to relationships, um, some of the things that I heard in videos that we, as we were researching and read was a lot of times when 
um, the women share their emotions. Uh, it is is depicted as a, there she goes being dramatic again, right? Oh, she's just so it's like expected um, for women uh, have another term that was used was craziness. Yeah, she's being right? crazy. She's, she's being crazy again. She's being dramatic again. Um, oh, you tripping? You just tripping? Um, and a lot of times that particular area um for a man uh i've heard a lot of men say in the videos and everything well we just can't we're not allowed to show our emotions we're not supposed to show our emotions because um it will be viewed as weak right right it will be viewed um so in that particular uh respect when it comes to relationships in our in our worldly modern viewpoint that if a man uh, shows his emotions, then he's not worthy to be seen as dateable or attractive, right? Um, he A lot of the term would be he is more femininely in that way. They'll say, oh, oh, he's, there he goes. And I've heard people say, there he goes being gay or there he goes being, you know, those kind of things is said that way when the, when the truth is, um, you know, that all of us have the same emotions, right? We all have the same emotions and should have the freedom to be able to share those emotions with each other without judgment. Let's go to uh, Proverbs 25, 28. Proverbs 25, 28. And we're gonna see how God views the emotional range or what have you, um, because we should we should both be held both men and women should be held to the same standard, no matter what the emotions are. So Proverbs 25, 28, um, if somebody has it, shoot your name. Oh, April, you on it. Let's go. <laughs> Proverbs 25, 28. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Yeah. So whether it's male or female, whether it's tears or throwing chairs whatever you know whatever the 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 extreme is we're supposed to have control over our own spirit our own you know person uh there's another verse i think it's in luke that says that if you possess your soul you'll be able to find salvation that you're gonna have to say i gotta take control of me i can't just let whatever my emotions are whether i'm male or female my emotions can't run me so you don't get to say, well, it's okay for this man to get upset and angry. No, he needs to have self-control. Mm -hmm. It's not okay for this woman to get upset and angry and go crazy. She has to have self-control. Mm -hmm. And so both uh, males and females, men and women uh, are held to the same standard when it comes down to God. In the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, from the word of in, God. In regards to showing our emotions. emotions. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to move forward. I got a lot of stuff. All right, let's see. I don't know if you guys can see us. Looks a little blurry on my end. You guys see it? All right, who wants to read the captions? And we're going to do them both together. So who wants to read it? Shoot a hand up real quick. Who's got it? Tierra. <laughs> Go ahead, Tierra. Society, when someone makes fun of voice, everybody's laughing. Society, when someone makes fun of girls, everybody's like, oh, you can't do that. We got to defend her. 
Right, 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 right. Is, is this legit? I mean, have you guys experienced this? Is this like something real? Because when I pulled it up, I was like, ah, but there may be people that have experienced this. So, uh, Marie, Epic. Yeah, okay. So, one day, my son, you know, he's a, he's a teenager now. So, he's doing, he, he's a, he's growing into his own person or whatever but one day he was out there hanging out with his friends and there was this little girl who thought she wanted to fight like a man okay and so I guess she got up in some dude's face and this and the other and um there was like a little altercation but she wasn't she wasn't assaulted but my son and his little friend decided to start like jumping up and like acting crazy um and ended up like getting like almost could have gotten arrested and stuff like that because they're supposed to be defending her honor okay and she really was literally like instigated it was not a victim in any way okay it's a, a little off subject, but I, I get, I get. Oh, I'm get, sorry. I thought, okay, I'm misunderstood. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know, but I get what you're saying. I, I've seen that as well. Um, Nikki. I think this might have rang true years ago when there was a lot more honor um, in society. Because I think nowadays, society, if you make fun of anyone, everybody laughs. Everybody, right? <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're boy or girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody else want to chime in on this um grab ephesians chapter 5 verse 4 ephesians chapter 5 verse 4 and i think that's kind of where i'm going with this with this verse is that it's really you know we shouldn't really make fun of anybody but well can, can i just be the problem child here because i i do believe that um, some of the things from the world are, well, we're part of the world, right? We're in the world. We're in the world, right? Um, and sometimes we struggle with being in the world, but not of the world. So we contribute to the, the culture and the norms, right? And um, when, I, when I see this, I see how, um, and this is probably where some of it comes from when you're when when women talk and and about the men in their lives that they they share the things that can be funny or not things um whereas people will say that um i don't know but it's changing now men didn't necessarily talk about their women back in the day like nikki said that you know they they you didn't go and share with your your buddy in that way because that wasn't what it is. And so you kind of see even in the, the depiction of this where our culture, our world um, has kind of shaped it to, to be a normal and you don't even know that there's something wrong with the normal. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, let's see if uh, Ephesians 5, 4 can help us a little bit with you know kind of what you're saying mm -hmm. um who's got it ephesians chapter 5 verse 4 this is a verse that some of my guys had some trouble with when we read it <laughs> um 
And so you can start at verse three, just to give the context. So read verse three and four, whoever's reading it. It says, but among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Yeah, and so obscenities, foolish talk, coarse gesturing, we shouldn't be doing that to anybody, right? We shouldn't be, you know, making fun of anybody in a sense where, you know, like you said, this group over here, yeah, that's no, that's not cool. But this group over here, oh, no, it's all fun and games. It, and so it's kind of tough, you know, because in our culture, really nothing's off limits. I feel like nothing's off limits. They will make fun of anything and anybody. But so from God's perspective, neither is, you know, you know, you shouldn't be making fun of boys or girls. That's slander. Yeah. That's slander. Well, you know, and yeah. it's, sometimes it's just, just coarse gesturing just jokes that aren't really funny but they're hurtful you know they're hurtful that's the intent is to hurt people with what they're saying okay you staying with me all right here's an interesting one um now somebody looked at this and right away started thinking something <laughs> what was what, what was the thought that hit your head so for the man to have the gray hair and the beard is distinguished for the woman she's old give me your thoughts look everybody's just shaking their head tear <laughs> so the first one that came to me is that this has to do a lot with like the way that women are objectified in society yeah um in the sense the first thing i thought of was literally like there was that huge like controversy over whether women over 50 should be able to wear yoga pants and tights and stuff like that and people would be like you need to dress your age you're too old to be wearing this stuff and you're too old to be doing that and all of this other stuff where they were basically saying that like you know that um old women aren't really like women anymore they're just like grandmas and whatever and so that's kind of what this is like whereas like men who have some age to them they're like like you said they are in a position of authority or power like people will be like oh well tell me what you think about this and all right. this different stuff yeah that's that's a pretty good pretty good take on that come on somebody else chime in nikki am i agreeing it goes back to what tr had said earlier you know it creates that less worth women feel once they get older because they're they're just looked at as old and then the the guy he's looking at distinguished they're embracing the gray sometimes even adding their own whereas women are trying to as soon as a, a root pops out you know they're running to to color it trying to let their worth be in their appearance versus just who they are yeah yeah thank you for that um there was another hand willie willie um, is he on here? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. In a bad area. Nah. I. You know. I'm actually glad y'all put this picture up because this is something I've never really. It isn't something that I've actually initially thought about. Like older man, you know, gray hairs, experience, 
the little kids come and he tells a story, you know, right, they're, right, they're like, right, right. It, you know, and then the, the older woman, like now to add insult to injury, let's say this woman happens to be single, didn't right. ever have kids. They're frowned upon. Yeah. You didn't do your job. Like, it's just like totally backwards, totally backwards. So yeah, I, yeah, that was good. I will also add really, like you were saying, when it comes to being single or being in relationships, um, there's a there's even further in regards to um, <laughs> with a man who's older who dates a younger woman, uh, right? Um, that's more acceptable, right? But when a woman who's older dates a younger man, it's she's a cougar, right? You you hear the terminology where she's oh you know um, you hear actually more if a woman is older to a younger man oh she's robbing the cradle right yeah i.e stella got her groove back right um <laughs> uh but when a man is older and and he dates a younger woman it's acceptable uh hello uh what is it the playboy mansion thing the, that type of thing that's supposed to be um done so even in that discrimination there is a um age thing that the world says this is acceptable and this is not yeah tier put in the chat yep they also be making old women out to be wicked witches and scary croons and crazy cat ladies and and yeah they they do you know they and they'll hold hold men in high regard uh willie is that old hand no you're cutting out in and out though really because you said you was in a bad area so we have to go when, back. when you get we'll to come. a better spot we'll come back to you we'll go with nikki real quick and then we'll come back to you so mine is just kind of it's not really funny but it's kind of funny even uh <laughs> not long ago uh, me and my sister were hanging out and um her cousin was like y'all just two old bitties oh. <laughs> And I was like, really? Like, we're not even 50 yet. But because we're single and we were just hanging out together, he called us two obedies. And somebody else said a, called it a spinster or some other word they call women. Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, geez, I didn't even know all these titles existed (laughs) for, you know, older single women. But it's a shame, you know, that there's actually titles, like she said, you know. So. Yeah, and I think. And I think that's why I, we're having this conversation because this can affect you in how you view yourself and it can cause you, you know, to, you know, maybe want to rush into a relationship to prove that you're worthy or, you know, or on the flip side of this, this, this man feels, you know, good about himself when maybe he shouldn't be, maybe he's not you know, taking care of business like that. Maybe, you know, he's giving too, he's given too much credit. Well, and, and that's what you find a little bit is that just because he's the older guy, he's given the credit of being wise and, right. you know, but that's not true. There's some silly old guys too, right? right. <laughs> uh, Willie, and I think he's back and then you can go ahead. Okay. How about now? Yes. Got you. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. I wanted to add to that part uh, Mrs. Tyler, that you're talking about as far as women, but um, you're talking about men, how, you know, it's accepted. I'm going to tell 
a step further, you get accolades for that, bro. Like straight up, like, man, high five, let's go. Yeah, go hit on, bro. You know, when you have an older woman. But yeah, yeah, I've heard that so many times. Rocking the cradle, Stella got her groove back. You are silly. But yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard all of that, all of that, you know. And yeah, I, I think the biggest problem is our stereotype. We're, we're quick to look at somebody, and if they looked apart, the then we assume then that's the part that they play. Like I very, I just came, I just came back from Broomfield, and there's a whole lot of Caucasian people there, you know, and and. You know, I actually saw our older gentleman and just going off face value, you can assume this person's got it together driving a Tesla, you know, got the gray hair, probably got grandchildren, you know, but again, me doing that would already be just going off that immediate stereotype. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, I was going to add how these stereotypes that come from the depictions in society are even um, subconsciously. Yeah. In, in our thoughts so in like if, thoughts, if, yeah. if if i am um let's say for example because we're talking I, I was talking about the the younger the older woman with the younger the younger um man right but we can limit ourselves even in um that you know we don't date because of that particular ideal subconsciously in our head right um for example and i'm just going to be real honest here as as a parent right? I have found myself say to my daughter, oh, don't be bringing no 45-year-old man in here because he can't be older than me, somebody that you date. That is something that is not even necessary, right? Um, because <laughs> biblically speaking, that's that's not appropriate. Well, and I'll, and I'll say this and then we'll move on for the sake of time because I got a, a, quite a few more slides. Um, the the man here can be made to think that he has all the time in the world right and the woman is on a clock because she thinks that as she begins to get older her time is running out mm -hmm. whereas the man he's like hey i got all the time in the world because you end up with a woman half your age mm -hmm. because it's okay for some reason and it's just just a really odd paradox that happens in our society and it puts pressure on the unmarried, the single, but you know, I don't, I don't, it puts I don't, pressure on them. I don't necessarily think that that particular part is the thing, the thing. So one of the reasons that our society would put the pressure on the woman for that is because um, physically speaking, her clock for childbearing, right? We do have an endpoint due to menopause and things like that. Right, but you don't have an endpoint for love. But you don't, and but that's, <laughs> that's the difference. That's my But that's, that's something, <laughs> as, as a single person, you have to be acknowledged. If I want to just be married and, 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 and be in a relationship, that is totally different than childbearing. So the goals would be different. Yeah, and that, that's so what I'm saying. That, so, so that woman puts herself that. on that clock because, you know, the childbearing right. aspect, but... Um, so let me let me read this real quick and then I see Epic's hands. Uh, yeah, uh, that's why a lot lots of men will wait to marry, but women will be too scared uh, to be old and alone. Men will consider their careers over uh, their age as a factor. And yes, that's true. So you feel like, hey, I'm gonna go out and make this money. Somebody still gonna want to be with me because I'm distinguished. As a matter of fact, we saw some some statistics yes. earlier 
that most men aren't going to make their optimum money until they're in their 40s, 40s and, 50s. and close to 50s. Yes. So they're not really going to, you know, go into that that level until right. then. Um, so ep epic. And then I'm going to switch slides just for the sake of time. All right. Sorry. I'll just make this real quick. I, I hope it's on track. But what I just want to say is, in my experience, I've met men who are like middle age and they have spent their it's kind of like reverse like they spent their younger years kind of chasing tail and being with whoever and then when they find themselves middle age they had not taken the time to actually establish any kind of meaningful relationship and so they're just out there and now they actually long for that connection or marriage or you know a, a committed relationship but they didn't take the time to do any of that because they thought they were going to have all the time in the world just go from woman to woman and now they're older and people are actually settling down right okay you guys had enough time to look at this <laughs> um anybody want to read it and then give their thoughts on this because this is this is kind of very modern um who's up for it who ain't scared <laughs> Listen, I got a lot to say about this one, but I'm trying to give other people a chance, you know? <laughs> well, it don't look like anybody else want to want to want to tackle this one. Well, I, I'll I'll be a little bit of a because I'm I'm looking at this. You're perfect the way you are. Body positivity is what it's viewed, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna be alone, Mr. Five Eight. Um, you're gonna die alone. You're gonna die alone, Mr. Five Eight. And um, it's all kind of backwards when I'm looking at it, you know. But this is the way that we're portraying it. And here's why I say it's backwards that I'm kind of looking at it. First of all, and and correct me, y'all, y'all, y'all. It's a, it's it's another female saying this to a female, right? but it's esteemed this is the way it should be because of this but i have a problem with well if if i am trying to date a man it should be another man that is encouraging me in that way not a female and i don't that's just my traditional viewpoint but it's not fair for the same per, her to put him down for his flaws but not her down for her flaws so that's kind of just the way that i'm looking at mm -hmm. it but it also reminds me of I read a meme or mine that said um, that that the woman asked the man, they were just getting to know each other after the dating app. And she says to him, how tall are you? And he says, six, three. And she says, okay, that's great. That's perfect. And so then he says, how much you weigh? And she says, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, what did them digits say when you step on the scale? And she says, what does that have to do with anything? Why did, would you even ask me that? Why are you asking me how tall well, I am? Why are you asking me how tall I am? So it's the same type of thing. All right. <laughs> Who wants to jump in? And y'all scared of this one, huh? Willie. <laughs> yes, sir. You want me to read that Ephesians 2.10? Um, <laughs> you can you you can you you can do that. Um April put up 
there, uh, there goes the ranking system again. And what she's talking about is we had a discussion um, about how people without knowing it are ranking people. You, you actually are doing it, whether you know you're doing it or not. And these are, these are, this is kind of what the system looks like. You know, you'll rank a guy six, three above a guy who's five, eight, right. You know, you'll rank a guy driving this above a guy who's driving that. And you may not know that you're doing this, but subconsciously you are doing it. And you may feel like I, I don't call it that. Right. I don't call it that, but that so that's what we're talking about and i may i may add that into one of our lessons and kind of see how that works um willie was reading it I, no i'll forget the reading i'll go ahead and just I'll <laughs> okay. forget all that i'll get us started first person i thought of when i read this was kevin samuels yeah that that's that like embodies it you know you so she's telling this woman you're perfect the way you are body positivity and, and what I'm seeing is, is that both of these people, the woman in this instance and in the man, they're confiding. Like, I really see them really, really struggling and needing a real, real genuine friend. And based off her thinking, it's just superficial. Well, you don't weigh a certain way. You don't look a certain way. Now, arguably so, you know, however this woman may live her life, you know, if it's good, bad, or indifferent, if she feels any certain type of way or however that may be, that's that's her prerogative. However, to flip the script and have a man confide, and now granted, we just mentioned that men already have it hard enough trying to open up. So this man is being, I see this man being vulnerable, breaking it down and really, really just like having somebody to confide in and all she could see is as well, you don't meet up to this specific criteria according to these standards. And all I hear is Kevin Samuels on this. So, and I agree with Mrs. Taya on the part that it's just backwards. <laughs> it, it's just so backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tierra, you've been chomping at the bit. You ready? <laughs> so first I do agree with mom because I think this would be very different conversation if this was a man talking to this woman, right? Because typically men are the ones that'll be like, oh, no, I can't get with a big girl or I can't do this or blah, blah, blah. In the same way that a woman would be like, I can't get with a short guy. So I think that would be a more equal analogy. So right off the bat, like you said, mom, it's not really like an equivalent thing. Right. But I also think that like, that there is a lot of layers to this. Yes, there is. In the sense that like, um, on the one hand, like, I get how, like I do, and I don't think that you should, like, at the end of the day, I think that, like, a lot of statistics show that women, when it comes to physical standards, are more likely to actually, like, waver on their physical standards than men are, so a man is less likely to be like, all right, just kidding, I will get with a big woman, whereas a woman is more likely to be like, okay, I can't find nobody else. So I will go with this short guy, right? Um, that, uh, I think I read that, that was like in the 2010s. So it might be out of date now, but so like this to, this to me still screams like, um, I know that they talk a lot about like white tears and like white women crying, but I think to a certain extent, there is also like a um, fragile white man ego, <laughs> 
where like men, um, when enough men have experienced hurt that they gather and they band around to kind of be like, oh, this is happening to us, woe is us too. Um, so I think there's an element of that to this too. Um, not to say that I don't think that this happens because I, I know I'm one of the people that'd be like, well, if I can find a guy that is taller than me, that would be preferred. Uh, but I also know that part of this too is that there are some strands of feminism who like they, which is debatable because some like radical feminists will say that's not actually feminism, uh, but they, some feminists who advocate for equality over equity um, and over like gender freedom will say that ultimately at the end of the day, we can't end objectification. So instead of trying to be like men stop objectifying us because we know they can't, that all women can do is also objectify men to make it even. And so be like, if you need me to be, have a big butt and boobs and look like Kim Kardashian or whatever, then I should be able to demand that you have a wash, washboard abs. Um, and so there's also like that element of this that comes into the conversation too, is that like part of it is a response to the historical objectification of women. And I know a lot of women who are like, well, if they're going to objectify me like that, then I have the right to too. And so that's why they are super harsh with their standards of men. But with their women, they're like, no, 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 we need to uplift our sisters. And so that's also where this kind of double standards of how you would talk to your, your sister about this is different than how you would talk to a potential lover or mate. But I, I want to I add too that the one of the ways that the world does mask it, and you guys have, uh, we've heard it, men are visual, women are not. And so, you know, the whole thing of, of like you were saying that men are more likely to disapprove due to the appearance because they're visual our world has kind of come to the acceptance of that like that's okay women have to present this visual product um that that in order to be uh dateable or be be able to be in a relationship because men are just visual kind of like women are not visual either right well and, and i don't i'm not you know the the goal is not relationship this is just societal you know norms here is how people look at each other you know um and that's why we're, we're diving into this uh epic and then i'm gonna have somebody read ephesians 2 10 and then i have a few more slides i got a lot here uh that to cover so um epic and then i think willie was going to read the ephesians 2 10 okay yeah i just want to say real quick i mean of course we shouldn't be uh we shouldn't be really body shaming absolutely anyone of course um but one thing that i just noticed is that like and you know i'm overweight so i can't say anything but the fact of the matter is the woman who was encouraging or comforting the other woman who was you know larger I'm guessing that woman was larger perhaps as a result of repeated choices. Whereas the male, he can't help how tall he is. You know what I'm saying? So it, it kind of seemed like not only was it a double standard, but it was like added insult for the fact that 
she could probably more likely help her situation than he could his if he was the one being judged. Right, right, right. You're you're absolutely right. Um, Willie, you're you're gonna read for me. Yeah, I got you. Ephesians two ten it reads, "For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them." And so th this applies to both that we are his workmanship, that, that, that if we're focused on who God has made us and doing the things that God has called us to do, that's the way we should be looked at as Christians. The world looks at people this way. Um, and so I, I, I just think we've got to break free of this. We've got to stop looking at ourselves this way. We've got to stop looking at other people this way. We've got to, you know, begin to, to look beyond this uh, because once you get caught in this, it's hard because as you know, we talked about earlier, that ranking system. Um, well, so, I, but I think April, it's, even, it's um, even in the Bible, you know, you see the comparison where people say, well, Rachel was more, it says uh, more beautiful than Leah. And so- Well, it didn't say more beautiful than well, Leah. It just says she was beautiful. Fairer or whatever. It <laughs> it and so that's beautiful. why people say, oh, well, that's why Jacob wanted uh, Rachel and not Leah, right? And so they even tried to put this in the case of the Bible. Like this is this is okay that I can have this preference over this, this um, because this is what I desire or what I want instead of uh, just understanding that it really is, a preference to the person and everybody does have different preferences but it doesn't give you the right to put somebody else down yeah or you know operate it in according to a double standard so uh april put this in the comments um uh it was just about a tiktok okay so i don't know if you wanted to share that or you wanted to move on so earlier today i was watching a tiktok where a lady was working out heavy set lady was working out and everybody was giving her compliments um about girl go do you um good job uh and whatnot and then i scroll up to the next tiktok video and it was a skinny guy trying to work out and they were like oh po thing look at him with his little chicken arms and so like the double standard of the plus size woman trying to work out and and be healthy versus the the little scrawny guy trying to pick up weight and, and be healthy and whatnot. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. All right. I'm going to try to get through this slide. These are some, uh, so basically what these, these are, are um, some viewpoints that have been put up of what the world is saying about the double standard. Right. And, uh, so you kind of have different ones that are listed here. Uh, we're not going to be able to comment on each and every one of them, but we can kind of, um, if there is any particular one that sticks out to you, you can raise your hand and make a comment on it. Or if there is one um, that you want to comment on uh, in there, uh, in the particular um, <clears throat> uh, comment, you can do that. One that I, and I don't know that I see it up here, but I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up because it, I do think it is, is something that has been said. Um, I remember, uh, this is like some, some real 
stuff. Uh, there was a comment made by, was it a rapper or something? And he was talking about Russell Wilson. And you guys probably remember this and how Sierra only got with uh, Russell for his money, not because of who he is. And uh, a woman like Sierra really wouldn't want to be with uh, a man like Russell Wilson because of that. And it was all over the internet, all over the social media in regards to that. And so today when we was going through and looking at this, you brought up, I heard again, how um, it was saying, uh, don't, don't necessarily uh, get with a, a mama's boy because you don't want to compete with the mom. So it's, it's kind of saying, don't get with the good guy because there's something wrong with him. You want to go with the, the tougher, the, the more thug type of, of uh, person to be with. And these are also stereotypes, right? These are also um, double standards, right? At the same time you want somebody who, who's going to go to work every day and, and help pay the bills, but yet you don't want somebody who takes care of a woman because his mom taught him how. Um, there's, so there's a lot of those particular issues when you, when you are dealing with being single or entering back into dating or things like that, because that's what our culture is saying. Don't do that. Don't go, go with, uh, this particular guy because of this reason or that, not that guy, because he's too, he's, he's too nerdy or he's too geeky or he's too, uh, good. So those are some things too, that we've also heard. Okay. So we're going to take a few of these. Um, and if you, as Ty said, you want to chime in on, we'll maybe do three of them. Um, we'll go ahead and do that. So we got Willie and then I see April's hand. And then I saw something in the chat. Yeah, that was me. All these rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the first one. The girls who want to snuggle are affectionate. Boys who want to snuggle are needy. And me, that triggers me. I'm like, bro, I'm an affectionate person. I'm, I'm a loving, I, man, my homies, I'll, I'll dap them up. Ladies, I'll, I'll hug you respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's just who I am. So for this part, just to, it, it's just so sexist, man. Like, every every part of it. Because it's like, if that's who I am, if that's how I'm wired, that's just how I'm wired. It's not a matter of, being needy <laughs> it's just crazy man how the 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 roles immediately get switched whether it's male or female yeah and also another thing too i'll go ahead and be transparent man like reading this and then thinking about myself looking at myself i'm like man this is really really exposing your heart like no matter how you want to put it or however you want to articulate it you know you know, not to bring this down or try to be a, a negative Nancy in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but it really exposes your heart. It's like, dang, man, I've been guilty of that. Oh, dang, man. I, let me let me check that. Let me really, really look into that. But um, yeah, I can keep going, but I'm just going to stick on that first one. Okay. Okay. April. Um, I agree with Willie. They all just kind of read me the wrong way. But the one that really bothers me is number six. Um, right. And, and, the reason why I say that is because having a son and having daughters, um, I remember when Jeremiah was younger, people would always tell him man up whenever he would show his feelings or show his emotions, man up, man up, man up. And I'm like, but he's a kid. So how do you tell a kid? How do you tell a six, seven, eight, 19 year old to man up 
when he's a kid instead of showing him how to express his feelings in a positive manner. Um, but because we stereotype men who show their feelings as being weak, um, men act out in other ways because they feel like they don't have that outlet to, to show their emotions. They act out in other ways. That's why men, and I won't say all men, but that's why it becomes a thing of a lot of men being violent, a lot of men being overly aggressive because they weren't shown how to express their feelings in a correct way. Right, right, right. Anybody else want to take one of these? Chime in on it? You know, and, and as, as you can see, the scripture that's underneath it, this scripture is about not judging. Because when I read through these, I felt like they were all judgment. They were all someone looking at somebody else and judging their actions, judging their intentions, judging who they were. And it's something that you've got to be careful because now you, you're going to be judged mm -hmm. based upon how you've judged this other person. So you got to prepare that if I'm going to judge this person and say this about them, then I can be judged by the same measure, which eliminates the double standard. You know, is that however you're going to judge other people, get ready for that same powerful judgment to come back at you. Um, so is there anybody want to chime in on, on, on one of these before we move forward? I know I don't. I, str I struggle with being judgmental sometimes. Uh huh. Yep. And I have to really take an honest, hard look at myself. And sometimes it's hard, but yeah, sometimes I I struggle being judgmental. And I could have either have done the same, exact same thing, and so I have to kind of check myself. So do any of these stand out to you? I can't see the list. Is there a list? It's just on the screen. Yeah, it's just up on the screen. Okay, I don't see. Uh, I don't. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I was not able to see that. Um, let's see. Well, I can say that. Hmm, the number two. Yeah, I've seen, I, I want to say that I necessarily feel that way, but I mean, I would probably, let me see, you're, you're asking if I have any of those exact judgments? Yeah, I was just saying, did any of these speak to you that you wanted to chime oh, in yeah. on? Oh, yeah. If they don't, then they don't, you know, then you don't have to, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, I would say, um... Yeah, number two is definitely one that I actually feel like is really big in our society. The man is always expected to be the provider, and so he is expected to work outside the house. But sometimes he could just as easily stay home with the children and take care of the home, and the woman's a provider. Then all of a sudden, people want to point a finger like, oh, he's a deadbeat, and you know, what's he doing? Got this woman taking care of him and stuff like that. When it really it should be a partnership either way. Right. But even in this situation, it's not even saying that he's, you know, taking care of home. It just says he don't have a job. And so just by him not having a job, he's a failure. You know, if a woman, doesn't, you know, a married woman doesn't have a job, she's a homemaker. And so, you know, <laughs> you see how it kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah that's double standard. 
Yeah. I, I, I have one. Yeah. Number, number one. Um, and I'm looking at it just because all the rest say man and woman. This says boys and girls, which automatically it is a different flag. But I have a niece and nephew born on the same date, exactly when you're apart. They're both affectionate people, right? Both will climb up on in your lap and try to hug you and 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 sit with you. But my nephew is the one that's constantly getting pushed away, like right. Um, boy go do something get away you you're not supposed and so that is and, and willie had commented on it that is true whereas my my niece is actually encouraged come here come here yeah. um and my nephew's just pushed away and it's so sad it almost make, brings me to tears like that no that that you know it's unfair yeah it's a, it's a double standard it, uh, that's the definition of a double standard yeah okay um, you guys got to peek at this one and somebody actually mentioned this earlier. Um, so we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. Um, but basically, you know, a guy who, uh, attracts a lot of, uh, female friends, he's cool, right? <laughs> a, 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 a woman that attracts male friends, shame on her. You know, uh, I don't know if anybody wants to chime in on this, um, <laughs> but uh it can i say something about it's this? it's pretty typical yes really quickly mm -hmm. um um a lot of statistics that are taken or that are said that when we researched and looked at it um with this particular example the, the with the men and the many women say that this quality in a man actually makes him more, more desirable yeah, more or attractive. attractive to other women the fact that other women want him whereas uh when it is a woman and more men it makes them less desirable to settle down with, right? But uh, just as much so want to sexually be active with her, but not to make her, as they say, wifey material. Yeah. And so that it is a clear double standard in regards to um, that way. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to chime in on this? Willie. We don't, we don't let Willie up. He's ready to go now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, this one rubs me just as bad <laughs> as the last ones I saw. And again, I, I understand why we're doing this, right? We're looking at the reality here of the world that we live in. This is what we live in. But to my defense, I have many friends that happen to be girls and they just, they just click with guys. Like, I, I, it angers me that a woman immediately has to be objectified as, a hoe or anything like that in that nature just because they happen to have a lot of guy friends like, how do you know how do you not know that they're just mutual and they're cool i have friends to this day nothing ever happened but we're tight we're real tight like brother and sister tight you know what i'm saying so it just that's the part that rubs me the wrong way i had to slow down and be like why does this really piss me off right now and that's why i'm like yeah i know this ain't right obviously we all know you know this is how the world works but yeah man to my defense there's many women out there that just are just chill like just like you know i'm not gonna say they're one of the fellas but it's like just chilling with one of the fellas we just vibing having a good time nothing's happening so yeah that's one of the layers because all these ones you popped up man i'd have to sit on it for about another 30 45 just to slow down glad what else am i seeing it is that i didn't say but yeah, that's what I was going to say. April and then Tierra. <laughs> oh, um, I laugh at this one because 
I've experienced this one uh, where it was a guy friend of mine, females were always after him. And it was all oh, big dog, big dog. But right. I make more <laughs> friends. I make friends more with guys than I do females. Um, and I remember hearing somebody say to me in passing, mm, can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Oh, man. So it was like, why is it <sighs> my homeboy can be big dog, but I get labeled the whole not turn into a housewife. So like, why, why is that the double standard? And then it turns into the thing of women and men can't be friends. So he can have all these female friends, but I can't have male friends because mm, women and men can't be friends. Yeah, yeah. Tierra. Yeah, I think from a friendship perspective, it's a difficult one. I mean, I've had a lot of people call me a homewrecker because I'll have friends that are guys and they're dating or have a partner or whatever. And they'll be like, well, why are you spend? why is he spending time with you instead of with his woman? Like you're a homewrecker, you're breaking up their relationship or whatever. And you're like, I'm just a friend. Like we were friends before, we're friends now, we're just friends. Um, but I think also this one, the one that it really hits hardest here with is when it comes to um, sexual activity right, is that a guy can hook up and he's like the man, but a woman hooks up, <laughs> right, exactly, the big dog, a woman hooks up and she's like, oh, she's easy, she's all this uh, stuff, right, yeah. and I think that part of it comes down to, like, the way um, we are socialized to believe men and women are different, like, kind of like mom was saying earlier that um, society teaches us men are visual and women aren't is this is a kind of similar thing is that like society teaches us that um, women are always in competition with each other so a man that gets a lot of women um, women like that because they can finally say oh but I'm the one that locked him down right because we're taught that women are always in competition with each, with each other anyway whereas like men right we're taught that oh a man just likes the chase more than the actual act, right? And so at the end of the day, he's gonna choose a woman that actually makes him work for it instead of somebody who is just like, oh, I, I can do this anytime, anywhere, right? Um, and so like, I think those kinds of, like the way that we're taught to believe men and women are like innately different um, is part of what contributes to this. Yeah, and if, and if you see the scripture, you know, hopefully you're taking notes. First um, Thessalonians 4.3 just simply reads that um, for it is God's will for us to um, be sanctified and to abstain from sexual immorality. That's what this passage is. So um, just make sure you have it in your notes. And that's men and women. So he's cool is not true. Shame on her as if she's you know, mess with all these guys is not true. Both are to remain, you know, um, walking in sanctification and abstain from sexual immorality. So the perception of this is uh, clearly a worldly perception because the idea is there is sex on the mind when these statements are being made, you know, um, that is what's on the mind. Mm -hmm. And so wanted to make sure we kind of looked at that um 
<clears throat> I'm going to skip that one, come here so we can wrap this up because I got about six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh. You're on. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> I knew I'd get somebody. So this one, um, as you can see uh, in the first one, Tom has become successful businessman because he's got a nice car, he's dressed well. Um, but the, the, the woman, she found herself a rich guy, <laughs> you know, that, you know, she found a rich guy for herself. Why is that? Why, why, why is that the way that that's, you know, portrayed, you know, and then we have, you know, the, the woman here, um, she's taking care of home. Oh, she's on her husband's neck. She's weighing him down, but she gets a career. Now a career person doesn't think about her family. It's just automatic that she's not thinking about her family, right? Um, so let's talk about the first one and then we'll talk about the second one and then we're gonna wrap this up <laughs> for this evening. Um, who wants to chime in on this first one? That Tom is, he's, uh, he's successful and she must've found herself a rich guy. Tierra. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got a lot for this one, but I'm going to keep it to a minute. Um, I think that this is one of those things that's difficult to, like, say what came first, the chicken or the egg, because I know part of this, like, perception that she found herself a rich guy because she came up is grounded in history, right? Like, it is actual fact that for a long time, women could not actually make a name for themselves or provide for themselves. So their only option was to marry well, right? And that's how they marry did up. it. That's what right. they would say, marry up. <laughs> right, exactly. So that was a very real thing. But I think it lingers around today, which is the problem, despite the fact that like women can actually find themselves a career. Yeah. Because A, right, um, because of a stereotypes like if a woman does get a career she just slept up the career ladder she didn't earn it like stuff like that that like a woman's only power is her a sexuality yeah and then two is like um the second picture right the second picture is part of the reason why the first picture works is that like women are shamed for being um ambitious about their career and instead told, oh, just find a man, like, let him do all of that. And so it ends up contributing to this assumption that, oh, you know, once again, that a woman's greatest asset is her sexuality and not actually anything else. Yeah. I would also say that when I see this, these pictures, I think about a lot of uh, celebrity influence, right, as um, the way that these particular things are deemed i remember watching and i said this before um in the players club use what you got to get what you want um you know <laughs> and even in a lot of the rap artists the music industry the entertainment industry um uh the depiction and even now a lot of reality tv right is that these are norm 
this is how it should be, or this is how it is. And, and they'll tell you that if you're not that particular type, that you're different, you're unique, or as my, my, um, my brother likes to say, you're a unicorn. Um, and so, but the truth is because the way that celebrities are doing it have kind of made it to where people say that this is goals, Right, right, right. To attribute to instead of saying, well, they're the different ones. Normals is this. Uh, I think we run into a lot of these particular uh, stereotypes. Yeah. 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 This one, I I put this one on there, you know, just because uh, I actually was eavesdropping on a conversation that Tierra was having. (laughs) Um, And I, I thought I would use this. Yeah. It's difficult line to walk because taking control of your sexuality is empowering but it also doesn't change the system um yeah and and i think here why isn't this woman just done well for herself why does she have to find a rich guy right why couldn't she you know she went to school got education and she's doing well you know and then this uh wife you know if she does take a career and does well Why does that mean that she's not thinking about her family anymore? You know, because if a man does that, he's praised for being at work 80, 100 hours a week, right? Like, oh, he's doing an excellent job taking care of home. But what if she does her part through a career? Why can't they be a power couple, you know, or whatever, you know? And so these are some of the double double standards. And I wanted to focus on, you know, I tried to stay away from the relationship stuff, but it kind of creeps in there. Um, I really wanted to focus on, you know, uh, single people doing their thing and how the double standards can then make yourself, how you, how it causes you to view yourself um, probably in a wrong perspective. Uh, So we're going to end here. Uh, even though I got a lot, I will, I will I got a lot more slides. To, uh, the comment in agreement with what you're saying that when we are looking at the world, a lot of the double standard is portrayed sexually, yeah. right? Um, relationship wise, it's all about different standards sexually. But the Bible says that sexual immorality is wrong, period. Right. So um, fornication, adultery, um, uh, adultery, all of that is wrong. So there's no right or uh, he's right or she's right if being engaged into because the bible clearly says it's wrong but what we see here is that um uh double standards goes much wider than just a sexual or relational issue there's age there's gender there's race there's double standards all across the board but what has become the norm is that um we can accept double standards over here but it's a problem when it starts to come uh with dealing with relationships because it affects now that uh we have to remain single or this way and so you're crossing a bunch of different lines when the truth is um wrong is wrong across the board as far as double standards and so you want to keep that in mind and just also knowing that our world has made it so that the double standards are the norm right whether it be age gender race uh, sexual thing it's double standards is the norm instead of it being that the double standards is the oddity and the norm is that equality should be uh, practiced across the board yeah men and women are equal but different you know that's the best way to state it is that they're equal but different mm-hmm. uh, so thank you guys for hanging with us tonight I know we're throwing a lot at you 
uh, your participation really, you know, makes it work. Um, your engagement makes it work. Um, and surely when we send out the survey, Rex, I'll send the email out again. <laughs> um, for those that didn't get the chance to do it, please, please uh, do complete the email so that we can have that feedback.